0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're going to talk about today is I want to decode for you food addictions. How many people have food addictions? Raise your hand. You all do. It's human nature. It's how the body works. And so we're going to decode what a food addiction is and what you can do about it. Because the first thing that people think about when they think about food addiction, of course, is sugar, right? or maybe coffee, Uh, we'll cover all those. But sugar's a biggie, because people eat their sugar, and once you start eating sugar, you just can't stop. And a lot of you have these addictions and don't even realize it, because it's not really uh, anything that you consider abnormal. It's just part of your life. This is how I am. I've always eaten sugar, and I love my sugar. Well, an addiction, by definition, is anything that you do uh, on a repetitive basis that's had an adverse effect on your life. So it could be gambling, could be spending money, it could be, I don't know, uh, alcohol, drugs, and it certainly could be food. And food is by far the number one drug that we get addicted to because of the way it works in the brain and, and it messes with your brain. And it does exactly what you like it to do. It makes you feel good. So when it comes to sugars or carbohydrates, Americans, I believe, have really been misled, especially by the healthcare system. First and foremost, sugar and carbohydrates are highly addictive. Per capita consumption of more than 100 pounds of refined sugar annually. The average person in this country eats about 100 pounds of refined sugar a year. Isn't that crazy? And that's just the average. Some of you do a lot more than that too, because I don't eat hardly any, so some of somebody out there is eating 200 pounds to get the average. And the basic understanding of how our bodies process sugar on a biomolecular level it reinforces the validity of the addiction model. So what that means is when I am break down, as I'm going to do in the next uh, time we're together, I'm going to break down how sugar interacts in your body and I'm going to show you why it's addicting. Carbohydrate, car, Carboholism, we can call it that. How about that? We'll make up a word. Carboholism or sugar addiction is a direct cause of diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, depression, long list of medical problems, dental problems, psychiatric problems. But it's so readily available and it tastes so yummy. I like it too. I'm not weird. Well, I guess I am weird, but I, I like it too. So as long as the healthcare system continues to ignore the fundamental biochemical causes of things like hypoglycemia, type 2 diabetes, uh, eating disorders, obesity, the healthcare consumers will continue to suffer unnecessarily. It's so amazing to watch television, to watch these medical reports, to read the medical journals and the research journals. And I I do this because I have no life. And I find out, as, as I'm reading these things, well, gosh, you know, we, we fed these rats sugar and this occurred. Okay, so why don't we just not feed them so much sugar? I mean, we do the rats, of course, for a test. Why don't we just feed people less sugar? Well, there's money involved. A lot of money in sugar. I mean, think about everything you've eaten today or yesterday, depending, uh, you know, if you're listening early in the morning. Breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pasta, sugar, soda, sports drinks. All of these are loaded with your favorite uh, sweetener sugar. So as long as the healthcare system continues to ignore this fundamental problem, we're not going to get anywhere. We continue to treat and, and uh, the, the symptoms and give you palliative relief of your problems, but never really getting to the cause. So really, you're just covering up the symptoms with sugar and you fail to get to the root of the problem. Gee, it sounds like what Dr. Joe, that's me, has been telling you for 30 plus years. Stop treating the symptoms and treat the cause. And as a chiropractor, we do that all day, every day in our offices. We look for back pain, neck pain, shoulder pain, arm pain, numbness, tingling, headaches. And now question my doctors and I ask every single day, many, many, many times a day, is why does this patient have the problem? And we'll do an exam. Maybe we'll do x-rays. We'll do what's called muscle testing. We'll look at your diet. And we really try to dig deep to find out where it's coming from. And almost every case, we find the cause. And we tell you, eh, most people do what we say, some don't. Some people say, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want to take the time. It's going to take a few visits. I don't have time to come in for a few visits. Uh, Very inexpensive, but still some people say, well, I don't know. It's your call. If you do what we say, chances are you're going to get great results. If you don't do what we say, I can almost guarantee you're not going to get any results. So it's up to you. So anyway, back to sugar. A population was suffering from disorders that can really be wiped out in a really short period of time, many times without the use of drugs. Isn't that an alluring statement? How many of you take drugs right now, medications, prescription, legal medications? Raise your hands. How many of you would like to reduce or eliminate those medications? Raise your hands. I am not a medical doctor. I'm board certified in chiropractic, I'm board certified in orthopedics, I'm board certified in pain management, double board certified in nutrition, BS in nutrition, a retired dietitian, award-winning author. This show is heard coast to coast and around the world. We're turning it into a TV show very soon, by the way, folks, too. And I've been in practice now for 33 years. Most patients, when I meet them, say, Doc, I'd love to get off my meds. And I tell them, I can't tell you to stop taking your meds, but I can show you how to get healthy so hopefully you won't need your meds. And that's what's really cool, because years ago, medical doctors, chiropractors, uh, orthopedic surgeons, neurosurgeons, nobody liked each other. Everybody fought. But that was in the days when you actually got paid as a doctor to do your job. Now, I had a friend of mine, he's a neurosurgeon, and the person had a brain tumor and had to remove part of the skull and part of the brain. And, and normally, total would be about a sixty dollars or $70,000 cost. Insurance companies, they would pay 30000 maybe. He told me he got $1,200 for that surgery. That wasn't enough money to cover the cost of his malpractice insurance for that day. So doctors are dropping out of practice left and right. They don't want to be doctors anymore. It's not fun. It's not worth it. It's too much aggravation. The insurance companies literally make our, our lives a living hell. And as if you've ever used your insurance, you probably have been experiencing it as well. And so we have a doctor shortage coming up. Well, it's starting now. It's it's already in the process. It's gonna get a lot worse in the next couple of years. Trust me on this. I've never been wrong when it comes to healthcare predictions. And so you really have to learn to take care of yourself. And I predict, another prediction I'm gonna be right on, is that the healthcare world is going to recognize food addiction, sugars, what you're eating as the cause of a lot of healthcare problems and avoidable healthcare problems. Because there was a time we had a lot of doctors, we needed a lot of patients. We don't have a lot of doctors anymore, we don't need as many patients. And I don't want you to be an unnecessary patient. I like that word, I'm gonna use that word, unnecessary patient. Now, if you get in a car accident, you know, chances are you're gonna to have to come see us and we're gonna to have to take care of you. Because if the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. If you have back pain or neck pain or shoulder pain or headaches or numbness that lasts more than three days, chances are you're gonna to have to come see us. But if I can get you to straighten out your diet, you're gonna save a ton of money on not just me, but all your doctors, you're probably going to live a lot longer. You're probably going to live a lot healthier. So there's no downside to me teaching you how to be well. Because when you do need me or us, we'll be there for you. But hopefully you'll be able to take care of a lot of things without our help. So top foods that people are having reactions to. Let me ask you some questions first. Do you experience occasional gas, indigestion, bloated, Migraines, other types of headaches, frequent nasal congestion, intermittent joint pain, random bouts of anxiety, insomnia, fatigue. Does your mind get foggy sometimes? So countless people like you are plagued with these problems because I see them every day in our offices. And there's a lot of other ailments that people are having. And oftentimes they're misdiagnosed. Because many times patients will go get a diagnosis. And I don't want to say misdiagnosed. The diagnosis was right but the cause of the diagnosis was wrong. Does that make sense? I can have a patient come in and say, well, Dr. Joe, I have back pain or leg pain and we can do an MRI and sure enough, the MRI shows you have a bulging disc. And so immediately the diagnosis is you have a bulging disc, that's what's causing you back pain. Could be right. 39% of the time it's wrong. 39% of MRIs are false positive or false negative. So we can take an MRI of you and you can have back pain and you could have a bulging disc, but the bulging disc isn't causing the back pain 39% of the time. That's one in three. That's pretty high odds, isn't it? So sometimes we're misdiagnosing things or we're doing the right diagnosis, but I guess the wrong cause. So food sensitivities is a big one. A lot of individuals, most common complaints are often linked to food sensitivities. And if you're having food sensitivities, it can be a problem because this is the kicker. If you ever knew a drug addict, if you ever knew an alcoholic, if you ever got drunk, you started feeling awful, but you kept drinking. You started feeling awful, but you kept taking the drugs. Now, I'm not saying prescription drugs that you need to survive. I'm not against that. But maybe back in your college days, you smoked a little uh, Mary Jane or you maybe did some illegal drugs and you woke up feeling awful and bloodshot eyes and you've gotten hangovers in your life and you're sick to your stomach and throwing up. And yet, what do you do the next weekend? Go out and do it again. Because when you put these sensitivities in your body, it starts releasing endorphins. The brain releases endorphins. Now, endorphins make you feel good. So even though you feel sick, you're getting high on this stuff. And that's what a lot of food sensitivities do. So many times when we talk today about the foods you're eating that you eat every day and you feel awful every day, when you start to put two or two together, you're going to go... No way. You're telling me, Dr. Joe, that my bagel is causing problems? Yes, it is. You're telling me that my uh, milkshake that I have every day is causing problems? Yes, it is. Dr. Joe, you don't understand. I'm single. I work hard. When I get home, I like to have wine and cheese, and that's it. That's all I eat for dinner, and then I go to bed. You're telling me that can be causing my headaches, my mood swings, my anxiety, my indigestion, My brain fog, yes. So when you start breaking down what you're eating, you're going to realize a lot of your problems are coming from the foods that you're addicted to. Because cheese, for example, I'll go off on a tangent here for a second. (laughs) Imagine that. I'm going on a tangent. (sighs) Cheese has something in it called casomorphines. So when casomorphines get in your digestive system, it's morphine. You're getting high on it. Now, the the theory behind why dairy products, or all milk, any mammal milk, has uh, morphines or casomorphines in it is because that when a child drinks it, it calms them down and settles them down. So nature said, I'm going to put something in here that makes the baby calm and happy so that they continue to breastfeed, so they continue to get nutrients. But you, the adult, eating the milk of another mammal, which is bizarre to me, you know, if you're a human, why would you want to eat cow's milk? Why not dog milk? Why not cat milk? It's all milk. Ew, dog milk, that's disgusting. I would never eat dog milk, Dr. Joe, that's gross. You cow milk, you goat milk, what's the difference? Uh, I don't know. But Dog milk is gross, but cow's milk isn't. Still mammal milk. Anyway, I go off on a tangent. The milks all have casomorphines in them, but the morphines are different for different animals. So look at the size of a baby cow, look at the size of a baby human. You give them cow's milk, they're getting high. You as an adult drink cow's milk, you're getting high. But it's a different kind of casomorphine. And so the number one food allergen or food sensitivity we have is dairy products. So you're drinking milk and you get bloated and gassy and your breath stinks and your sinuses run and you can't sleep and you're sneezing like crazy, you got bags under your eyes and you break out in a rash, but you keep drinking the milk. Why? Casomorphines. Getting high on it, and you may not even realize that. And then I tell people, you gotta give up your milk. Oh, I can't give up my milk, Dr. Joe. And I'll say, well, how about your cheese? Well, I can give up my milk, but I can't give up my cheese. I love my cheese. Why is cheese more addicting? The water is taken out. Those casomorphines are concentrated. So you're getting high on that cheese. And that's why you love to come home from work at night, have a glass of wine, which supposedly calms you down but causes a lot of other problems. And the casomorphine in the cheese, you're getting really stoned, man, with wine and cheese. And so you take it and you get sick, but then you do it again. But we're going to get you off those, those problems. Don't worry about it. All right, back to food intolerances and addictions. Symptoms from both allergies and intolerances, and I'll explain the difference in a second, include skin, hives and eczema, respiratory problems, asthma, nervous system problems, headaches, depression, pain, digestive problems, indigestion, bloating. Now, an allergy is when I put a protein, a foreign protein into my body and my body produces certain antibodies and attacks that protein. So I could eat cheese, take some blood work and say, yep, you're producing these antibodies to cheese, you probably have a cheese allergy. If you're just having an intolerance, you have essentially the same symptoms the headaches, the runny nose, the bloating, the gas. But you, if I do blood work, it comes back negative. So many times patients will come to me and say, well, doc, I had a blood work done and I'm not allergic to soy or cheese or, or wheat. But you're having an intolerance to it, not an allergy. It's really semantics is all it is. We're using different words, but you're still having the same problem. So while any food can trigger reaction, The big ones, let's talk about the big ones that are causing reactions that are getting you high because they're releasing endorphins and this is why you keep eating them. Milk, number one. Wheat, number two. Eggs, fish, shellfish, kind of in the same group there. Soy, peanuts, and tree nuts. So a lot of you are having reactions to these foods and you don't even realize it. So we have to stop you from eating them. So if you avoid a particular food culprit, it may seem relatively simple, but there are many ways you can get exposed to it unknowingly. If you're unusually sensitive, some foods can even be carried in the air. This is why we don't um, do peanuts on airplanes anymore because even just peanuts in the air can cause reactions to some people. Peanut aromas can do life-threatening reactions and allergic reactions. And I agree with that because the peanuts have a mycotoxin, which is a fungus, that can get into the air or get into your body and cause some real serious problems. So if you're having a lot of these problems, it could be chemical, but many times it's also physical. So folks, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. I would love the opportunity to have you come see us. So if you want to make an appointment, go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and we will set you up a time to come in. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents. I have never seen a car damage where the occupants weren't, ever. And be careful, there's a lot of clinics out there that'll just get you in, throw some hot packs on you, do some massage vibrator on you, run up the bill, and then the case is dismissed and done. I recommend you find a clinic that knows how to treat the whole body and not just become a, we call them a mill. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, if you have neck pain, back pain, go to my website, make an appointment. We are, again, offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. People with all insurances, no insurances, we want to be your doctors. Stop suffering needlessly. Go to the website right now. You can do it right now. You can do it online. DrJoeEsposito.com will set you up a time to come see us. So we're talking about food allergies today and food sensitivities and decoding food addiction. And they all have to tie together. You can't take one without the other. So cross-contamination can be an issue. So even if you're avoiding... Uh, Peanuts, you may have a product that was produced in a factory that makes peanuts. If you're super sensitive, you can have a reaction to that. And also, if you go to restaurants, many times, you know, I'm a vegan. I don't eat animal products. Now, I'm not allergic to animal products as far as I know, you know, like meat. But I don't want it cooked on a skillet that they just cooked a hamburger on. So just be careful and don't be afraid to ask Hey, listen, do you have, if you're, some people are so wheat sensitive, they have a condition called celiac disease that even a little bit can cause severe bloating and diarrhea and vomiting and shut people down for days at a time. I had a secretary one time, she had celiac and it was a shame because she'd get exposed sometimes by accident. And when she did, she'd miss two, three days of work. So anyway, derivatives from foods that were sensitive to may be hidden in certain products. You might not be aware that certain types of food additives can be causing difficulties. You don't even know what to be on the lookout for. And that's where the addiction comes in. You're always sick. You're always eating the same foods. Well, that's what you're probably doing. So sometimes the solution is a little perplexing. And I get that. So I'm going to give you some tips on what you can do. Learn how to avoid the foods and the ingredients that trigger the reactions and learn how to substitute healthful healthful ingredients that won't trigger the reaction. So a couple of things we can do, and this is really neat stuff. So you got to pay attention to this. This is homework for you. Number one, you can do a rotation diet. Take the foods that you're probably sensitive to. I would take the seven deadly sins of nutrition, alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Take those out of your diet. No processed foods, because they have dyes and chemicals in it. Take them out for about a week and then introduce one at a time. Okay, I'm going to have dairy products today after not having dairy for two weeks. And I'm going to see how I feel. And chances are within a day or two, you're going to start getting your symptoms back and you go, yeah, Dr. Joe was right. Can't do dairy products. Take the dairy out. Introduce the wheat. Yeah, you're right. I have blood. I have runny nose and I have bloating and I feel fat when I eat it. All right, I shouldn't eat wheat. Take that out. Then introduce the shellfish. Well, gosh, I do have reaction to shellfish. Take that. So you got to take them out and put them in and rotate it. I'm going to give you a quicker way to do it because everybody wants to save time and save money. So here we go. We're going to save you time and money. Sit down quietly. Take your pulse. Count it for a minute. Eh, you're probably gonna be, I don't know, I'm, I'm usually about 64, 65, most people around 72. Whatever your pulse is after, sit sit down for 10 minutes, take your pulse, great. Then expose yourself to that food that you think is a problem. So eat some dairy products, uh, eat some wheat, test yourself for perfume, test yourself for hairsprays, uh, carpet cleaners, deodorants, you can do this. And again, it takes about two minutes to do this whole test, I know it's a little time consuming. So take your pulse, eat it, wait, well, actually about three minutes. Wait about three minutes, take your pulse again. If your pulse goes up more than five beats per minute, or even three to five beats a minute or more, you're having an allergic or uh, food intolerance response to that food. How cool is that? So now you can test yourself for different foods to see if it really is there or not. Now in our offices, we can do something called muscle testing. We'll push on your muscles, have you touch or come in contact with whatever we're testing you for. Could be food, could be perfume, could be your cell phone. 100% of people, by the way, blow out their muscles when they put their cell phone next to their body. 100% of people. So we test you for it and say, all right, we need to avoid that. But these are some things that you can do. So there's a lot of tests you can do to find out where the problem is coming from. So if you're having a reaction, you need to know that these nutrients are being sucked out of your body, vital nutrients being sucked out of your body because your immune system is going crazy. So food sensitivities might lead to things like arthritis, asthma, attention deficit disorder, candida, which is a yeast infection, uh, cardiac disease, dermatitis, depression, digestive problems, fatigue, migraines, other conditions. So when you come into our offices, we do several things. One of the things we do is we test the nervous system. As chiropractors, we want to see if you have pinched nerves. And then we also do a nutritional workup on all our patients. And I'll sit down with you or one of my doctor's will, and we'll go over your diet, and we'll give you suggestions as to what to eat, what not to eat. And then we'll also find out what supplements you should be taking. And we do it in an algorithm. We fill out symptoms and we put an algorithm together. And we say, wow, you look like you have an adrenal problem. You look like you have a uh, cardiac problem. And we'll recommend supplements for you. If you will, if you want to just start, I recommend the minimum amount of supplements be Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. If you've never taken these products, they just rock. Uh, They're on the website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe. Uh, Also on Amazon. If you have an Amazon account, just look me up. And they're the minimum amount of nutrients you should be taking in a day. And the essential source is fruits and vegetables in a powder form, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, a complete multivitamin. It's around 10 servings of raw fruits and vegetables uh, per scoop. A scoop is a serving. Then I like to take super greens as well, which alkalize your system. Wheatgrass, body grass, alfalfa grass. There's no gluten in this, by the way. Wheatgrass doesn't have gluten. Uh, prebiotics, uh, we put iodine in there, which is good for your thyroid gland. Uh, we had dults, Adults, I'm sorry. You know, dulse is the source of iodine. We had chlorella and spirulina, which is the purest form of omega-3 fatty acids in the world and an excellent source of easy-to-digest protein. So I recommend a scoop of each every day. That's what I do. Now, if I have a big day, if I'm going on a date, if I'm going hiking, I got a bunch of lectures lined up, a bunch of radio show appearances, I'll do a double dose. But if you're not willing to do anything else, or if you're ready to take your health to the next level, you want to have more energy, sleep better, cut out the brain fog, try the Super Greasy Essential Source. I think you'll be very happy. They're on the website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe. So we're talking today, continuing on, about... Uh, food addiction. And so many times we get addicted to foods that are so bad for us. And in fact, I don't know anyone who's addicted to a food that's good for them. I have never said I can't live without watermelon. I can't live without arugula. Because those foods don't cause an artificial stimulation of the dopamine receptor sites and the endorphin release in the brain. That doesn't happen with romaine lettuce or broccoli because those are foods that we naturally should be eating. When you put something that's foreign to the body, that's when the body releases these painkillers, these pleasure drugs, because it's causing damage to the body and it's trying to cover up the damage. It's kind of cover up the hurt, so to speak. And so that's why you don't get addicted to things like celery. But when you start eating, this is the key, when you start eating really well, a lot of those addictions go away. I've had people come to our offices with drugs and alcohol addictions. And once we get their diet straightened out, once we get their digestive system straightened out, we'll talk about that in just a little bit, acid reflux and heartburn and your stomach's job, uh, your stomach's role in this. And then we get them on things like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, get them on a good diet. It's pretty amazing to turn around. I've had a lot of people come to me crying saying, thank you, doc. You and your team of doctors have saved my life. So, folks, if you want to come see us for neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, your typical chiropractic things, but also for digestion, uh, for chiropr- for nutritional issues, make an appointment. We accept people with all insurance, no insurance, car accidents, sports injuries, workers comp, get a lot of workers comp lately. I don't know what's going on, but a lot of attorneys and insurance companies are referring us their, their workers comp cases. Because studies show you get better, faster for less money. So now insurance companies are realizing, wait a minute, better, faster, less money? Go see Joe or chiropractic in general. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoesposito.com or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world. You can do it right online. If you have questions, call us. We'll answer your questions for us. Offices, again, in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Probably going to open a few more pretty soon. Hey, folks, thanks for listening. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well.